Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. This story today about SUVs and the tyres being deflated in Dublin overnight and a number of large vehicles in the Churchtown area of Dublin were targeted by activists who had left a note telling the drivers to walk or cycle. They actually say in the note, look, you'll be angry. But don't take it personally. It's not you. It's your car. We did this because driving around urban areas in your massive vehicle has caused huge consequences for others. And I know there's been some debate about whether the tyres were slashed or whether they were deflated. Activists are out making that point today, but I actually think that's irrelevant. They were damaged. Maybe not criminally damaged, but it's utterly inappropriate. And in any other conversation, in any other debate, in any other part of Dublin, we'd be talking about this today and we'd be calling it antisocial behaviour and we'd be talking about thuggery. So I understand that people are frustrated at the pace of change in the climate debate, but raise that with the legislators. Like, let that be known in the ballot box. Protest outside Leinster House. Not with the owners of the cars who went out to find their tyres down. They actually aren't breaking the law. So if it's your contention today that you don't like the law, raise that with those in Leinster House. And if you're a resident in Churchtown in Dublin who received one of these letters, I'd like to hear from you on the programme. And I think that the climate commentators should actually be out publicly condemning this today. So it's 1800 453106 if you want to give us a shout about this. WhatsApp either 087 1400 106. I know there's been a lot of reaction. Rory is with us on the line though. Rory, what's your view on um, the tyre tires being deflated? Is it is it appropriate protest? I mean, it's one part of a larger protest that's going on across the world on climate issues at the moment. I mean, one of the main issues we've seen is that people have been trying for years and years and decades now, trying to get, go through the political route, try to get their uh, agenda brought up there and they're not getting any headway through. I mean, people have been trying to go and get SUVs banned. Like, we've seen that they've risen from, um, I think they've risen 300%, I think, as, as cars sold. They're now more than 60%, or nearly 60% of all the cars sold year on year are SUVs. Uh, they use 20% more fuel than a smaller hatchback, uh, and the profit margins on them are 40 to 50% higher than a hatchback as well. So these companies are pushing for these cars to be sold. They're putting more and more advertising into it. So people that end up do buying them. But ultimately, the government should be stepping in and going, you know, look, this does not meet with our climate goals, doesn't use our climate targets, and start bringing in means uh, to ban them. And then also, like, you know, you're obviously going to grandfather those that are still uh, have them, but try to go and get them out of the city centres because they are extremely dangerous to pedestrians. Uh, as the companies who are building them are trying to go and get higher safety ratings, they go and reduce the size of the windows around them because if you have more metal in the car, obviously it becomes heavier, it uses more fuel, but at the same time, it also protects the people inside. But when you have people like Volvo saying, oh, we want no deaths in our cars by 2030, and then we've seen pedestrian deaths double uh, last year compared to the year before, we've seen that like vulnerable road users are under threat. So it's a combination of factors across the climate issue and also just saving people's lives. And the growth of cars in general, um, you know, there, there was a massive campaign against it initially. People were, did not want cars in their streets because they were killing people. Um, so we're kind of going back to that again. It's just expanded then into the climate uh, side of it as well. So this kind of protest is what's necessary if nobody uh, is being li- listened to them from the parliamentary side of it. Because um, there has been efforts to go and ban these repeatedly. Uh, there has been efforts to go and uh, try to get them out of cities. But ultimately, you know, there is, people aren't being listened to. 
So, so what's the next step? If we're just going to go around to decide that you know we don't want SUVs, and I accept some of your points on that, but we just go around and start deflating tires of people's cars. Is that? Oh, it, gets like, it, it, gets, it gets it on the agenda, and people start seeing it. Um, but it is talking about it today. But I mean, because so much money has been spent on advertising for these. Uh, you need something to go and encourage people. Well, actually, maybe I'm not going to go and buy an SUV. So the government isn't going to legislate that we're going to have no new advertising for SUVs. Then the other side of it then is direct action where people are going, well, look, you know, if you own an SUV, it's possible that it'll have its tires placed in the morning. That'll be a little bit of an inconvenience to you if you have to spend five minutes taking the uh, uh, inflator out of the back of your car, throwing it onto all the tires, and, you know, that'll discourage people from buying. Because as I said, like seven of the top ten but cars surely there's better. Surely there's other ways of uh, looking at that. I mean, I know we've had discussions on this very show in, in recent weeks, people talking about our various different groups or reports, talking about uh, smaller car parking spaces in city centres to discourage SUVs from uh, from travelling in, in shopping centres, um, taxes. Like there, there's, there's a whole host of different measures you can look at that you don't have to take the law into your own hands and go out and start letting the air out of people's tyres. I mean, it's a very minor inconvenience, but ultimately because nothing else is happening with it. And we are seeing the sales continuing to go up year on year, that you know there has to be some kind of discouragement going in. I mean, if, if people are driving in SUVs, which are the most expensive cars that you can buy um, they, you know, just because they, there's higher profit margins on them, that you know, you, they, there should be an effort made by the government to go and make sure that people are not buying them. You know, if this is what it takes to get that okay. on the agenda, then so be it. John is on the line as well, Rory. Stay with us. I want to hear from a variety of different people today. Um, appropriate protest in your view? Hello, can you hear me? I can, John, yeah. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in, you know, um, the, shall we say, the, the, the actions these guys are taking in terms of uh, uh, church town, uh, SUVs, so on and so forth. But, but people need to understand um, this is actually terrorism in its own, uh, in its own right. Um, uh, the calculated use of an unforceful, Unfo- uh, unlawful violence or threat of un- unlawful violence to encourage fear intended to coerce or intimidate government or society in the pursuit of goals that are generally political, religious or ideological. So these guys are going up the streets now intimidating local people who really have the intent of you know what, I'm going to buy an EV uh, vehicle, I'm going to be, um, you know, um, uh, adherent to the uh, ecological, um, you know, um, aspirations of Eamon Ryan and whatever. But um, these guys coming along and imposing themselves and threatening the local public, it's just, a, a, you know, is that a fair point, Rory? Like people, people could very easily feel intimidated today. I mean, the majority of these cars come with an inflator in the boot that you can take and put it on your tires. I mean, to say that we got our independence just by asking nicely and stuff like that. I mean, like it, this is this is the kind of protest that in Ireland for generations has led to positive change. Um, you know, this is a very, very, very minor inconvenience on people. Even in the cases where like these cars have run on flat for the majority of new cars because it's cheaper for the companies to go and put a run-on flat tyre on it than it is to put a spare in the boot. Like, you know, even if you are having an emergency or something like that, you can still drive in your flat for, uh, I think it's like 60 kilometres at 80 kilometres an hour. If you're driving at more than 80 kilometres an hour through the city, you should have the car taken off you altogether. If that's like the issue that it's a, you know, 
a threat to your life of terrorism or something like that. It's ridiculous. We have another John on the line too. John, John, where are you sitting in this debate today? Hello, hi, can you hear me? I can indeed, John, yeah. Um, look, well, I, I think I agree with Rory. I mean, like, the point he's making, like, SCB sales make about 6% of new car sales in Ireland. It's driven by a very aggressive marketing campaign and uh, the, the car advertisers, they've got a, a massive budget for this stuff. So advocates against the proliferation of SCBs can't compete against. Uh, now, what's wrong with SVs? Well, I mean, there's, there's a, the, the issue with them is they, they have a disproportionate impact on CO2 emissions. Um, so most are also diesel-driven. They, they contribute to local air pollution. Um, their increased CO2 emissions will, will negate any benefits from EVs or from increased cycling and walking numbers. Uh, the other problem with SVs is their, their increased weight causes increased wear on the roads, and their higher uh, size of bonnet is a form of danger for deaths and children. So if drivers can't see over the grill, they, they, they're more likely to com- impact the, with obgestion. And if they do impact obgestion, you hit them higher up the body, so they're more likely to cause a facial injury. So, um, you know, they're, they, 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 they're more likely to result in a life-changing injury and uh, increased risk of death in these cars Okay, so, so well. you, you don't want to see SUVs then in urban areas. Is that it, or residential at all? Uh, what, what do we gain from having them there? But is, but, but is what happened yesterday a, appropriate protest? Um, look, I mean, it's it's a protest. Um, the advocates behind this protest they don't won't have the resources that, that the advertisers have to compete with them. So, so, so you think it is appropriate? Well, it's got us talking about it. Um, there's a lot of negatives from SUVs that do need to be discussed that are kind of being dismissed until now, and that's all over the airwaves and on every media channel. So it is getting people talking about it, getting people considering it. So they've achieved their aim. Would you agree with that, Alwyn? Have we got Alwyn there? I think we've another caller with us too on the line. Just, just, just stay, stay with us if you don't mind, um, John. It's eighteen hundred four five three one zero six. I think. Do we have Alwyn? No, we'll come back maybe to to, to Alwyn in a moment. Um, this listener says, uh, I think urban SUVs, uh, their use should be banned outright. They're monstrous vehicles, huge polluters, and I applaud the actions of people who deflate the tyres of SUVs. One texter. Another listener. I'm listening at the moment and talking about the tyres. I think it is a crime to render anything inoperable. Deflating tyres should be the same. Subsection 1 of the Criminal Damage Act, uh, according to uh, another another listener today. 087-1400-106. Alwyn, Alwyn, you're there, are you? No, no, we're trying to get Alwyn here back on the line. But your point then, John, you, you think that it's... Yeah, this is what needed to happen in order to kick off this debate today. Well, we're, we're starting to talk about it. Um, th- th- this kind of action is it's very annoying. I mean, if it happened to my car, I'd be annoyed. But, I mean, the, the fact that this is such an inconvenience to people just shows how car dependent we've become as a society. That, you know, your, your whole life grinds a halt because your car has got a flat tyre. I mean, we're, we're not very resilient as a society if that kind of inconvenience can ruin your day. What about protesting outside uh, Leinster House, Kildare Street, talking to politicians? Yeah, like, has, has it worked? I mean, they can just ignore that. But you can't ignore direct action. So, I mean, you know, there, there's a whole spectrum of things you can do. You, you can write a letter to the editor of a newspaper. You can write to local politicians. They can ignore you. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're in a situation where we're going to have our carbon emissions from transport by 2030. How are we going to do that? 2030 is in, in a few months at this stage, and we've done absolutely nothing to do it. And if anything, the SVs are increasing exponentially year in year. Uh, Alan is with us as well. Alan, do you 
agree with the uh, the move that happened last happened yesterday. Um, damage people's vehicles at night. This is not a protest. This is cowards going out under the cover of darkness and letting people tires down. Like, who do you think they are? You're totally think, against what happened. That's, that's a ridiculous move. And I'm trying to justify this nonsense of what we're hearing now. It's ridiculous. Justifying their acts is ridiculous. Like, these dudes there need to take a step back. If they're going to go start following the UK and the US these protests, they're going to turn people against them quite quickly. And that's already happening. You can hear that today. And they may say they're getting, they're getting on the airwaves today, but the pushback they're going to get from people now is who they think they are to do this late at night. I protest you well and do it during the day. You don't do it under the cover of darkness. That's what criminals do. That's what not nice people do. It's a cowardly act. It's what it is. What's your response to that, John? Um, I'd like to hear what Alan thinks we should do. Like how how like we you know we're we're in a we're in a climate emergency where we we need to radically change how we live. Um, the politicians aren't doing this. The avatars are running amok. Uh, so what what does he suggest to do? How do we get this transition to happen quickly? Because it has to happen quickly. We don't have time so to someone, get consensus. Someone buys the car to pay their tax. Someone taxes the car on the road to pay tax for it. They're paying their way. They're paying their way. It's not down to you or anyone else. They're going to What's the tax in the big SV? It's about 250 euros a year. Do you think it's an appropriate amount of tax? Like, that doesn't cover anything. Like, I mean, when you when you actually quantify the, the cost of the damages, the roads, the injuries that cause the people when they collide them, the, 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 the space they take up, um, do, do you think that that's an adequate amount of tax? Because, I mean, how many accidents are a year are caused by SUV? Uh, so I don't have the exact numbers, but road deaths are increasing year on year. Right, and right. last year, we had a doubling in the number of pedestrian deaths in the last year, according to the RSA. So how many of those people on e-scooters pull out in front of, in front of, in front of uh, cars or trucks or whatever it may be? Um, I don't think there's that many. I think a lot of them is just people actually walking near their homes getting knocked over by cars uh, and being killed. And if you have an increased number of cars on the roads and uh, increased, uh, you know, your, your, and increased size of these cars, you're going to have more deaths. I can tell you right now, the people of this country are fed up with the Green Party already and the high taxes they are pushing on people, right? So when I be signed yeah. up with acts that's been carried out by undercover darkness, I guarantee the okay. next election the be one. The Green Party will fall below the one percent where they will go. The people are not. There's nothing to do with the Green Party. No, there's nothing, nothing to say. It's anything to do with any members of the, of the Green Party. But I suppose the point could be made, John. Why don't those that are carrying out the actions? Why don't they run for public office? Maybe they are. I don't know who did the action. Um, but like you know, you run for public office. You you have. Uh, you have to get consensus in whatever parliament or chamber you're in, and you just get uh, this inertia from the status quo that don't want to change things and think that it's like, like, you know how much it costs to park a car on the side of the road? And, and like your private property, which is a car, you park on the side of the road for the year, it costs 40 years in the near West Down area, it's got 55 years in the Dublin City Council, and that road space has been taken up by a car that spends 95% of the time not moving, and that road space could be put to much better uses. Um, it could be a public community, it could be used for storing cycles or whatever it is, but instead it's taken by cars, which the vast majority of people who live within the compliances yet do not drive. Um, look, there's a lot of people getting in touch about this today. I think it's, you know, there's very, it's very, very much uh, a, you know, split down the middle in terms of where people are sitting on this discussion. Claire is on the line as well. Claire, just, we'll get your view before the break. What do you think about what happened? 
Well, I think it's correct that crime modifies behaviour. I certainly not want to, I don't want to go out and buy a bike again after my bike was stolen. I'm afraid to use public transport after some of the experiences I've had. So um, I don't see the difference between what they're doing with SUVs and the other criminals who go back to stealing bikes, joyriding, intimidating people on public transport. I've never I've never heard any anyone who's concerned about the environment stand up about like bike theft or you know, what's going on in public transport, making it safer. Where I live, not only do people steal cars and burn them out, which damages the environment, but they also post videos online on Snapchat and YouTube and so on with their faces exposed. So I just, they're all criminals and crime does modify behaviour and it makes Ireland a horrible place to live. Okay, so you're just, you're against what happened anyway. You don't, it's not appropriate. It's crime. Deflating tyres. It's crime. If they're no different from the criminals who steal bikes, who burn out cars, crime is crime. Right, okay. Look, 1800 453 106 is the number. A lot of people getting in touch about this. We're going to stay with it over the break. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about the SUV tyres being deflated in Churchtown in Dublin overnight. It was a number of cars targeted by climate activists who left a note telling the drivers basically to walk or cycle. You're not going to, it's not you, it's your car. Uh, the letter goes on to say we did it because you're driving around urban areas in a massive vehicle that is huge consequences for others. And I've been asking you today, do you think that this is an appropriate form of protest and we've had a fairly mixed reaction actually um, on the programme Lindsay is with us though 1800 453 106 if you want to join us as well do you think it's appropriate Lindsay? Hi Andrea um, thanks very much for taking my message and uh, for taking the call um, I suppose I just find it very disheartening and disappointing that people would think that criminal damage is okay and that they're not kind of considering the family or the person within the car, behind the car. Um, it's just disappointing in, the, in respect that, like, I'm a family carer. I have a daughter with a disability and I have two other children. And I suppose, like, the amount of equipment needed for a child with a disability is you'd have quite a lot. Um, like, I still use a pram for my daughter, um, which is quite large. Um, and all the other equipment for the two other children as well to fit in the car. But also, more importantly, to keep the three of them safe. Um, I suppose my youngest son, he was born a year and a half ago. And as a baby, like it's important to keep all three of the children safe. And my oldest daughter, I suppose, would have sensory issues. And um, ju- just to kind of have that, those two back seats to kind of keep her in the back seat. And, you know, she would have her own mm. space and the other two um, as well. So... I just, I think there's just no consideration for the families behind who might own these cars. And um, yeah, to, to like I protest, I protest about the lack of disability services for children, but I wouldn't ever damage property. Like that's just, Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not okay. No, and no. well, you're not against protest, and 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 people are uh, entitled to protest, but not as uh, um, I suppose going to to do what happened in this instance, and and actually actively letting air out of car tires. No, and I mean, like as family carers, we're isolated already. So if I came out to find my tires deflated, like how would I get to appointments? How would I get my child to school? You know, it's just. 
like family carers already, they very much rely on their cars. Mm. They can't just hop on a bus um, or hop on a bike and go off with their child. For people living in, in Churchtown today, if you went out to your car, out to your SUV and you, you saw the tyres down and you found one of these letters, I'd love to chat to you on the programme. 1800 453 106 is the number. Uh, on is with us on the line as well. Um, what are your thoughts on this? Hi, Andrea. Yeah, um, well, I suppose I'm, I'm not surprised by the, the some of the general public's reaction to the, you know, this so-called vandalism. Um, but... I suppose I, I'm Why disappointed. Why do you say it's so-called? Because I think letting air out of tyres is pretty minor in the, the scheme of things and in the scheme of the, you know, environmental hardship that people in government, uh, fossil fuel companies and megalomaniac billionaires uh, inflict on us daily. And part of that is through, or I suppose a, a lower down from that then, is the, you know, unjust impact of SUVs on our community and of vehicles, uh, you know, on our soil, on our air, on our water quality, all of these things are to be taken into consideration. And like, I, I do definitely like take Lindsay's point in that, you know, and, and for care for her daughter and her children obviously stands out. But I would hope that you know she could see that my support for these protests, these actions, is through my desire and my um, I suppose aspirations or hope for a safer cleaner world for my future children. Okay, no and I t- totally take your point around um, your, your concerns around where we are in the climate emergency but is this the way to highlight it? It's possibly one of the ways yeah absolutely I think we're So we're what's past the next the step? Like where, where do we like if this escalates now in the next week or so? Well, I, I don't think movements will escalate within the timescales of a week. I think that would, if if, if only, uh, revolutions happen that quickly, but they don't. Um, so I think we'll probably begin to see actions like this occur more regularly over the coming years. Um, we may see some more I suppose, serious uh, direct actions on fossil fuel infrastructure in Ireland or abroad. Um, I don't think that is totally off the cards now because we are entering unprecedented territory in terms of emissions and climate damage and so we're probably going to enter a time of unprecedented direct action. Do you agree with this Colette? Do you think that I think it's an absolute shocking indictment on society that people will go and do something as silly as letting air out of tyres and for the guards not to classify it as a criminal offence. If those darlings had gone to the local police station or fire station and let the air out of guard cars as in police vehicles or fire trucks or ambulances. None of them are electric. None of them are hybrid. What would be said then? I can guarantee to you it would be classified as a criminal action. That lady who spoke about being a carer, what about all those people who have elderly residents in their homes who are on night monitors and night alarms? What if you got up at four o'clock in the morning because an alarm went off in your mother's house and you, God forbid, lived in Churchtown and had to drive to, say, Sandyford or somewhere to check on your elderly parents to find the tyres in your car flat? I think it's an absolute disgrace that these idiots would do such a stupid and reckless thing not knowing what's going on inside those houses. And here's a final question. 
with regard to the SUVs that were damaged, and it is damaged, when someone touches your car and lets the air out of the tires or takes the windscreen, takes the wiper blades off your off your wipers, that is damage to your personal property that you have worked so hard to buy and pay for. It's totally everybody pays their own car tax based on their emissions. If people are driving SUVs, they are being penalised through car tax and through car insurance for driving this vehicle. The last question is, of all the cars, all the vehicles that have the air let out of the tyres, how many of them were actually hybrid or electric? How many of them were diesel and how many of them were petrol? I can guarantee to you these geniuses that went and around and did this stupid action did not discriminate between these vehicles. Therefore, it is a moot point that it's a revolution. Revolution, my eye. Look at the people in Syria. Look at the people in Ukraine. These people have problems. These idiots going around to semi-affluent areas like Churchtown, thinking they're saving the world. Cop on, your moronic fools. Great, and like, uh, there's a lot of people, you know, with very, 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 very uh, similar views mm-hmm. on this to Colette. Yeah, I, I would say, firstly, paying tax doesn't absolve people of the harm they cause to the public, okay? So um, people could choose to buy a smaller car in some situations. Um, there's there's a lot to pick apart there. Um, obviously, damaging emergency vehicles and infrastructure totally off the cars. I don't think anyone who would consider oh, themselves a crime... But would you just use the word would. damage yourself? You have just used the word damage yourself. Sorry, okay. It's, it's difficult to keep up with all of the trains of thought. Yeah, if there was damage caused to, um, or if the air was let out of tyres of emergency vehicles, yeah, I think any reasonable person would be concerned with that. The issue is not, again, necessarily with the the people who own SUVs. It is the prevalence of SUVs in society. But they're the people who were impacted, though. They're the people who were directly affected, and none of us know what any of the the residents who went out to deal with this, none of us know what their circumstances are. No, absolutely, and that is a... Uh, a part of this tactic, I suppose you, you may call it, that um, you know leads to this, leads to public dispute, leads to um, issues within that movement. I'm sure they will go back and reassess if this is the right port of call. Rich, Rich, is- Richie, do you think this is justifiable? No, it's not justifiable, and I agree with that last uh, lady speaking there. But <clears throat> the damage they're doing is they're turning people against their elected representatives in Dáil Erden called the Greens. I'm a, I'm a senior and I'm in several groups and people who voted for the Greens, they said for the protection of their grandchildren and now all turning against them because of what's going on. They're gone completely overboard regards everything. I'm, I'm living in Tala and there's been five or six million euro spent on a lovely uh, bicycle lane from Tala right down to Temple Oak. And I drive in along the Tala Bypass and you have the cyclists and the, I call them the Stephen Roach lookalikes, all cycling on the hard shoulder and none of them using the bicycle lanes. They're all looking for bicycle lanes. And this, the, this, the park, the Phoenix Park is gone now that you can't park in the main street and the main park of the, the park. There's lots of things like that happening that's turning people against they're representatives of those people who can get things done legally okay. 
in Dal Airden so, and that's the green. So, so this so the, now we're getting fed up with all this this, this carry on and, and criminal damage. Yeah, this, the, the, this could this could end up, I suppose, then create on if you're from Richie's point, it could be totally counterproductive. Yeah, it could be. Um and that is part of um I suppose direct action, you know, is going back and reevaluating, reassessing, you know, the action you carried out, the impact it has, and did it have the desired effect? We see this time and time again with, say, the Just Stop Oil protest um, in the UK at the moment. People, if, if people think that um, these groups and the, you know, these people who are taking direct action aren't going back and thinking about what they've done, um, they're they're clearly being they're definitely being misled. Um, and I think we're we're losing the the train of thought here. You know, in discussing cycle lanes, emergency vehicles, carers' rights all things which are important, but we're losing track of the fact that we are um, very quickly losing a our, our biosphere, our livable biosphere. Yeah, and, 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 we I, are, and I take, like we, we've discussed that and a, a lot of the, the callers have made that and if, if you're a regular listener to this show, you know that various elements and aspects and, and ways to address um, the climate situation are something that we regularly chat about on this programme. So it, it's not like this is the first time we've talked about a measure to uh, deal with climate damage. Not at all. But what it, people are getting in touch about today is the point about whether what happened yesterday was appropriate. Um, well, I suppose the, the bringing up of the Green Party and stuff like that, um, I, I don't think any of these protesters are voters of the Green Party because I think these voters are already looking for something much, much more radical which the Green Party aren't bringing to the table when it comes to climate action in Ireland. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. Been a mixed reaction to uh, this move yesterday that saw SUV tyres deflated in Dublin uh, in the Churchtown area targeted by activists who'd left a note telling the drivers get out and walk or cycle. Uh, Attention, your gas guzzler kills was the headline of the letter. Uh, Chris is with us on the line. Chris, appropriate behaviour? Totally not appropriate, Andrea, not at all. Uh, Look, come here, I'm 100%, I wouldn't be a fan of using SUVs or Jeeps or anything like that unnecessary. I do think any uncommercial, uh, non-commercial SUVs and stuff like that should be banned and there are alternatives. But going out and letting the air out of someone's personal vehicle is just wrong. Not to mention the fact, simple things, if you damage a lot of these new vehicles, uh, the valve caps on them have sensors in them. Now, if you damage the valve, that valve cap, you can be spending 80 to, 100 quid, 80 to 120 quid for a new valve because the the new ones with the sensors on. Mm. I now, doubt the activists care. are going to have much sympathy though for no, car owners having to pay that. Your, your gentleman was on there earlier saying it's not a real crime and there wasn't any any real damage done. That's potentially 80 to 120 quid yeah. for four, per wheel that someone could end up having to pay because some idiot went and left their tyres down. Not to mention all the other ideas of say or as other callers have said if there was an emergency or stuff. Like if someone had to go to the hospital or mm. if there was someone had to go and visit someone or something like that, that's a massive problem. It's, it, they don't, what gives these people the right to go and attack private people's vehicles? If they want to make a difference, why don't they go to a motor dealership, one of these new, say, for instance, like Nissan, who have done away with the likes of 
estate cars and replace them with crossovers and SUVs. I mean, this whole crossover fad is an absolute joke. Since when does making a car higher, bigger, okay. and giving more headroom give you more space? Okay. It doesn't. So, so your, your point, yeah, you, you, you're not a fan of the cars we're talking about, but you don't think it's a, a it's, it's, it's appropriate, appropriate behaviour. Incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. John is on the line as well. John, do you think it's legitimate protest? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't agree with the, the SUV cars, etc. But the, the bottom line is, I mean, these people who buy SUV cars, they're not breaking the law. I mean, sure, like the um, the environment and all is important. But I mean, it's 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 not going to end well. I would consider myself quite a a reasonable, rational, educated person. But I mean, if, if I come out of my private property and find someone at my car, like more than likely I'm going to break the law and assault them. I mean, the first thing I'm going to be thinking, I'm not going to be thinking SUV and environment and protest. I'm going to be thinking this person's here to rob my car. You know, and I just, I don't think it's going to end well for these people. They're going so to do the that potential, in the wrong yeah. And it's, it's, it's not going to go well because you see someone out at your car in your private property, you're not thinking SUV and environment and the whole thing. You're thinking this person's here to rob my car or rob something on my property. And you're going to react you know, and they're going to get the, the wrong person that's going to react the wrong way. Unfortunately, that person's going to end up in a lot of trouble, but it's not going to go down well for these people, you know. Um, surely SUVs are, are a bad idea, but you, you just can't go into people's private property and decide to, to mess with their with their cars or their appliances or their property. I mean, these people, whether we like it or not, have the right to buy these vehicles because they're not illegal. Mm. You know, and it, it is their opinion, and it could end very, very very poorly for them. I mean, if I come out and someone's at my car, I don't own an SUV, but the first thing I'm going to think is this person's here to rob my car. I'm not thinking this person is here because of an SUV protest, you know. Do you like that? Um, like, I just think there's better ways to do it. The, the, the point, I suppose, and it was made, I think, a little bit earlier, uh, might have mentioned it, Noel is on the line as well. No, like, I imagine people very easily could have felt quite intimidated now about this, going out, in their, out to their car today. In church town to see what happened. Yeah, am I on there? This you are indeed. Yeah. Yeah, Andrea, I fully agree with that last gentleman. If I go out to my car and there's someone at it, I tell you it'll be the last time he let air out of a tire because I would lose it with him because I be, would fully believe that he's trying to steal the car or damage my car in some way. This is a ridiculous protest, and the guy that's defending it there is a jackass in my eyes. If he wants to do does he honestly think by letting the air out of people's tires he's going to save the world's climate problem? It's the biggest clown of an act I've ever seen done. I'll give him an if he wants to do something would he justify then pharmaceutical companies letting off toxic waste every night after twelve o'clock that if he went in and broke all the windows in their factory, would that be justified? If he wants to hit climate, he has to hit the the the, the lawmakers. They have to change it. Okay. Not him. So yeah, so so pro- protest at Leinster House. Is that a fair point, Owen? That's they, they listen. The law is the law. Is he going to create a dictatorship uh, in the country that we can't buy this, we can't buy that, we can't buy a bottle of milk because it's in a plastic bottle? Where is he? Eh? Okay. For Jesus' okay. sake, if everyone in Ireland did everything correct. We wouldn't even make a half a percent difference in the world time. Ah, well, now, look, uh, okay. Own, where, 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 are you, what's your thoughts on this discussion? Uh, 
Myself, Andrew, is it? Yes, you can hear me all right. Yeah, um, you know, very, very briefly, I'd just like to ask uh, that contributor earlier uh, a number of just very simple and basic questions. Uh, what has he done, for example, to, imp- to reduce his own impact on the environment? Uh, has he gone to the length of insulating his house? Has he installed solar on his roof? Has he installed battery storage system? Has he bought mm-hmm. an electric vehicle? Um, the, the actions that he is advocating for are just uh, mind-boggling and disgraceful, in my view. And it's a pity he's not still on to ask him those questions. I think it's Creedon you're talking about, is it, that was with us in the, in the, uh, in the I, last... I, I don't know if... I, I forget the I think Creedon might be, might be gone, yeah. But, but, but Chris, I suppose, you, you, I mean, you did make the point that you're concerned and you, you understand um, some of the, I suppose, I the frustration... Yeah, I understand why SUVs are being targeted. And in fairness, there are alternatives to SUVs. As I stated, estate cars were brilliant for years, but it's against fashion now. The new fashionable thing is crossovers and SUVs, and it's the car companies are pushing it. So these people going after the people who buy a product that's pushed, that's put in front of them as an only option isn't fair. Like As I said, as I said in my the message I'd sent in, I spent the last year I have a growing family at the moment. I'm currently driving a petrol hatchback, 2011, which is actually costing more to tax than a lot, a lot of the new SUVs. I've been checking the windows in the car parks, and my car actually nearly costs twice as much to tax as, say, for instance, uh, a lot of the hybrid or the new S- This and Duke costs 200 quid less to tax than my car. There's an example. Uh, now... My car's half the weight, but I've been looking for an estate for the last year because I don't want to go SUV. I don't want the high centre of gravity. I find I think it's dangerous. I think it's pointless. Okay. I don't want the extra weight, but I can't find an estate. And I'm finding it very, very hard. Now, 10 years ago, there was the Subaru Legacy. There was the Audi A4 yeah, estate, A6 estate. Cars, yeah. There's okay. a lot of estate cars about, but they're not fashionable anymore. So the car companies have turned to this new crossover. Yeah, the in-between but, sort of. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, okay. So, no, I, I, I take your point on that. But, but own, you're still with us, and and you're you're making the, uh, I suppose the the point today that it's look, it's it's you just feel it's inappropriate. Yeah, it's absolutely inappropriate. I'm just wondering how yeah. the guy put his money where his mouth is. I think it's Creedon you were, might have been talking about yeah. some of the points he yeah. made earlier. I think Creedon yeah. might be gone. Yeah. Look, let me bring in Bernie as well. Uh, Bernie, you've been listening to this. Do you do you think that this is justifiable justifiable behaviour? No, absolutely not. Not under any circumstances. Like we have a grandchild who is 24-hour care. She's palliative care. So we need wheelchair, you know, we need for wheelchairs in our cars and we're all, the whole family yeah. is part of the care team. Right. And the difference between her surviving or not surviving would be getting her to hospital in, you know, five minutes, if you could. And if my son or son-in-law and daughter were to come out and find their wheels down, who's going to accept responsibility for my granddaughter's life? That's what they're talking about. You don't live in church town, Bernie. No, you I just make close by. Do I you? OK. Yeah. OK. And I'm you sure know? when you how, how did you feel when you heard about this? I felt sick. I absolutely felt sick because the first thing I thought about was my grandchild. And if we needed to get her somewhere quickly. And you're in close and, proximity to uh, yeah. where this happened. And, yeah. I mean, I don't want to drive the car I'm driving, but because I'm part of her care team, I need to be able to fit her equipment into my car. Mm. 
I, I just don't know. I'm, I was literally distraught this morning when I heard that. You know, and I don't know excuse. There is no excuse for what those people did. Do you agree with that, Stephen? Hi, Andrea. How are you? Would he come and pick up my granddaughter if we needed her? Has he got a helicopter that he could just land in their guard and take her to hospital? Stephen, what what was the point you wanted to make on this? Uh, I just wanted to echo a point that I think was um, uh, being made by one of your previous contributors in relation to the Criminal Damage Act. And it seems to me that if you look at the definition, it does say that by rendering something inoperable, Mm. you do commit an act that uh, should give rise to an offence. So it seems that the description of these cowards as criminals is an apt one. So I'm uh, equally concerned by the apparent reluctance of the guards to uh, take an interest in it. Um, I under, yeah, I understood in- it was kind of, I didn't I didn't think it was specifically listed as an offence, but I thought it sort of fell under the umbrella, basically, of, road, you know, the road, yeah, something check- in the Road Traffic Act. No, if you just check the first section of the Criminal Damage Act 1991, um, I think it's fair to say that uh, it would by deflating yeah. a tyre and rendering it inoperable, uh, albeit temporarily uh, well, the, 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 Yeah, the, the, the point I w- would make at it today, just by way of summarising, I could spend an hour here sitting reading out messages, but like, I mean, l- a lot of people take the view it's, it's not very serious. It isn't criminal damage. If we were having the same, it's you know... Serious when you walk, it's pretty serious, Andrea, when you walk out and you have to do a school it's your run car. and you're trying to get to work mm. and some... Some, well, it's uh, nearly akin to saying shoplifting, you know, my, minor shoplifting kind of stuff. Like if someone took a... You know that's 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 the that's the equivalent description or weight it's been given by some of the texters here today. The sort of see is kind of very minor, nearly is what people feel that it's it's nearly all right to let the air out. Yeah, that's obviously a rubbish argument, and Colette articulated that very well earlier on. Um, look, the point is here: uh, these people may have noble aspirations, but their tactics are wrong-headed and dangerous. You've already heard a few mm. people threaten. Uh, these Egypts with assault and that's the kind of result that you will get you'll get vigilantism you'll get people taking the law into their own hands there are other ways in which these guys can um, make political economic uh, climate change related points but to go around deflating people's tyres particularly those with young kids or maybe sick relatives who rely on um, that particular mode of transport I mean uh, I think it's dangerous and I think it's wrong and um, that's the point I'd yeah. make. No, 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 you made it well, Stephen. I think Bernie, uh, you know, Bernie spoke just as somebody who uh, not didn't receive one of the letters or didn't happen to her, but lives uh, in close proximity to the, the affected area that we're talking about last night. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.